Welcome to Tabletop Topics. Hello, how are we doing today, guys? I'm your host, Jeff. And of course, Jeff. How are we doing, guys? Um, all right, Jeff, I got two questions for you. Okay. All right, jumping right into it. All right, let's um, go. What is a home? Like, what qualifies as a home to you? And also, what does it mean to own a home? What qualifies as a home to me? Well, me being a brand new home homeowner, um, I've been living in this home for a year now, and I've had it built from the ground up, so it's brand new. Uh, for me to be in, in this establishment right now, like, we are in it. Like, mm-hmm. this is, I built the studio in it, um, in the, in my home, and to be able to design it any way I want to, it just, it feels like a piece of you if you understand what i'm saying Mm. like it i've shared i've shared um i've roommated with other people where i paid for a room where that room was mine and i was able to do it any way i wanted to but at the end of a contract what do you have to do you have to put the room right back to how it was because they would charge you a arm and a leg if you didn't put the house the way it was supposed to for that next person to come in and rent that room Mm -hmm. so to be able to own a home it's like i've accomplished something great it's like an extent like a realization exactly and it's like hard work what i've noticed with people that own homes like if you were to go to different homes whether you're by yourself or whether you're with a couple you're able to design that house that home the way you want to without having restrictions on certain things or without being told that you can't um, mess this up or mess that up or without having inspections as they do right. <laughs> uh, when you rent an apartment or a studio or a condo that you don't own um, and stuff like that. So, But to, to own a home is a different experience. It's like you're saying, this is mine. I worked hard for it and nobody can take it away from me. And the money that you're putting into it, it's not a waste. Right, because people pay monthly for apartments. People pay monthly for duplexes. People pay monthly for um, studios um, and all that stuff like that. And that money goes nowhere. That money just goes into the pocket of the owner, which that owner does whatever he or she wants with it. Mm -hmm. Compared to, yeah, I'm paying monthly for this house, but this is my house. Right. Nobody can change anything in my house unless I let them or you, allow them to. You have to. the final say. Exactly. I have That's the final right. say. I mean, look at this room. This is a perfect example. You and I built this room from the ground up. They probably took your whole security deposit if they saw it. Exactly. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So, because usually the walls are white when you move in and all that stuff mm-hmm. and all that stuff like that. And everything that you see around all this nerd stuff, they would have been like, all right, you need to take all this down. You need to paint the walls white. You need to fix the floor. You need to um, steam clean the carpet. You need to do this. You need to, um, um, you need to replaster the walls because you drilled holes into it. You need to do all this stuff. But to own a home, it's, it's different because it's yours. And it's not like by the end of a one-year or six-month lease, you have to give it back. You have to put it Or sign back. a new contract. Or sign a new right. contract to where they're going to increase the amount that you pay after that one year, which is what's going on in today's society. I rising mean, rising housing, housing costs. Of course. Yeah, I mean, that. people are people are literally... I, I, and I was, I was... I got sent to another store last week, 
and I and I caught up with some old with some old uh, associates or friends, I would say, and I would ask them, um, well, um why are you? Uh, she, they're like, oh, my rent's going up, blah blah blah, this and that, and I'm like, okay, so why don't you guys look for a home? Well, the housing market is expensive right now, so us trying to save is difficult because mm-hmm. now they're raising our rent mm-hmm. to fourteen fifty three a month, and then I pulled up my app and said. This is how much I'm paying for my home every single month, and it doesn't change. The price is consistent because I'm locked into a 30-year fixed-rate contract. So unless my escrow goes up or something like that, right, then right. that's a different story. Or my insurance goes up, and that's a different story. But other than that, I'm locked in this contract um, for 30 years where it doesn't change at all, and it's my home. Yes, I'm paying the bank, but I can do whatever. You can do whatever you want to it. I want to it. Mm-hmm. So, And then they said, and then they were telling me, well, we are trying to save, but it's difficult when they're raising. When rent keeps, when going, rent keeps up. going up. And then pay is still staying the same. So it's difficult for us to save to try to move out this apartment. So we have to renew the lease because there's no place better than that. And so it's it's just the same thing over and over again. So um, to get back to your question, um, to own a home is like being able to express who you are through it when somebody comes to your home you're like and you're showing them this is this this room and this area and how you want to design this and how you want to design that it's different it's beautiful and you can show your creativity through um through your home you can't do that at work or in an apartment apartment. and even if you try what do they try to make you do especially if you don't renew your lease Mm -hmm. they make you get rid of it so get rid of it and you can own dogs and exactly like i have a um, American Stanford slash Pitbull. Mm-hmm. They're banned in every single apartment. Amstaff Pitbull. Yeah. Amstaff Pitbull. Mm-hmm. But they're banned in every single couple. And he's the nicest dog ever. But because of the stigmat- the stigmatism of Pitbulls, are, they attack right. and all that stuff, which is not the dog, it's the owner. Mm-hmm. They assume that he's dangerous. Right. But he's like the nicest, softest dog I've ever owned. But he's able to live comfortably here with me he gets a yard to run around exactly in. he gets a yard to run around then he has a, a bed to sleep in he has food that he can eat and he can play and all that stuff comfortably without having to worry about sneaking him into this apartment complex or duplex or whatever and then hiding him when somebody comes or um not being able to get him at all so he's comfortable he's living comfortably here because i own a home so there's there's pros and cons to owning a home. I'm not gonna say that everything owning a home is 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 perfect and um, fairy tales and rainbows, but there's all a lot of advantage of advantages of owning a home too. So, but that that would be my answer on on what does it mean to own a home? Own a home. Yeah, and 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 be able to express who you are or what you want to do. With that um, being said, and you could also use it as. A- uh, investment vehicle. Of course, yeah. Like if I mean, that's up to you too. But that's essentially one of the it's, the pros. Right. It's it's a pro, but the con of it is, in my opinion, is once you have corporations stepping in and taking that role of landlords or property then owners, then you, then right. that line that, starts that's to change. When yeah, it starts to blur. Yeah, that's true. All right. So my question is, um. Do you feel that it's easier to build a home 
or buy a home? Because we're going to get into the pros and cons of that. But okay. I just want to hear your thoughts. Well, for me, um, I literally signed on building a home um, before the pandemic started. It was a leap year. So I signed February 29th on the dotted line. And when I spoke to the lady before I signed, I asked her, is this con- is the price, even if the price of the home goes up, does that mean the price of what I have to pay goes up? She said, no, you're, you're locked into the contract. And she kind of gave me um, the the pros because, you know, she's a realtor. She's not going to give you the cons of building a home. Uh, She kind of gave me the pro. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's a brand new home. I'm trying to sell. I'm trying to make some brand new. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and I'm not going to say I wasn't looking at the market. I was looking at the market at, at certain homes. And, of course, most of them were built in the 1950s to the 1980s. So they're... The cost of what I would pay every month for that home um, would be higher than what I'm paying for this brand new home now, because when you build when you build a home, it, it uh, when you start paying, um, especially escrow insurance and all that stuff like that, it's cheaper. Right. It is. I, I can because everything's everything's brand new. Brand new. Everything's brand new. Everything was built. Um, and there's not as much maintenance that goes in it's slim to none right like like refrigerator mm-hmm. uh piping all mm-hmm. that it's it was all built from the ground up roofing which when you get a home with old roofing it costs more to change it and get it fixed or old wood that you have to check to see mm-hmm. if there's termites so you have to pay to get all that checked out but um i've learned that from from my experience because i bought my home two years ago um that for me it was cheaper to build than it was to buy because the market was high on top of that i'm not gonna lie my credit score wasn't high at the time so they literally said we're gonna build your home based off a thousand dollars this was during the the pandemic no this was before oh oh this was right before the this was before so Ah, so at the beginning of february i went to the um the um the building company adams homes and built my and and signed the contract with them Mm -hmm. and um then um, after that, I signed that contract. They said we're gonna build your home based off of a thousand dollars. You have nine months to build your credit, which I did. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm uh, we're in the home right now, right. so obviously I got it. <laughs> yeah, you got it done. Uh, yeah, I got it done. <laughs> so um, it kind of gave me time, especially with a lot of people, because I know a lot of people's credit, especially in the United States, is not very um, well well off unless they are born with God credit. Or, or their parents. Or you, you're born into a good checkpoint exactly, or starting point. Exactly. Or your, their parents sign them up for a credit card when they're a kid, so they don't know that they have a credit card mm-hmm. until they get to that age. But um, yeah, I was able to do to do all that based off of that. So not only does it give you time to um, actually fix your credit and get things right, so you can actually build a home. But like I said, everything is brand new. Um, um, there's slim to none maintenance, and of course, I'm keeping up with it so it doesn't get to the point where I have to pay hundred uh, thousands of dollars just to get certain things fixed. Like I'll check things here and there to make sure they're working. If they're not, then I'll call it in and fix it because of course there's insurance on the house, um, uh, warranty on the house because it's brand new. So you have like a five-year warranty for the first, for the first five years, you get a, a warranty on, on certain things of the house. Like if there's cracks or anything like that, right. they'll come out and fix it. Mm-hmm with no issues so you get all those benefits with owning a brand new house right, that you don't get if you were to buy a used, used house because house. those those have to be inspected which mm-hmm. and, inspect- and that's up to the previous owner to really keep that up to date exactly and if they want to sell for what they want to sell it for then of course they have to pay to for an inspector and an inspector can't 
break through the walls and say, there's termites in here. Yeah. I've seen a lot of, uh, what was it, YouTube house flipping videos. Yeah. Where um, it's the aftermath of mm-hmm. buying a house that was flipped, where it usually has issues with plumbing. Yep. Or they'll go into the shower and they do a shoddy job. And it's just more shortcuts. like... Shortcuts. Yeah, shortcuts. Yeah. And it's all cosmetics. And, like, once they'll do that, uh, that what is it, not refinance, once they do, like, the evaluation of the cost of the house, mm-hmm. like, they'll get it, they'll sell the house for, like, a really crazy price. And the people that move in, you know, they're using the house, and then two, three months later, everything the shower good. upstairs mm-hmm. leaking. And then they'll call a repairman, and... He'll record himself repairing the shower, and he'll see, like, old rotted wood yep. that was covered up with, like, this weird uh, rubber waterproof mm-hmm. uh, ceiling, and then Shortcuts. they just... Yep. Yeah. So, it, it and that's and that's what it is. And like I said, there's there's always cons to having a brand new home, too. I'm, like I said, I'm not going to pretend mm-hmm. that it's all pros, but I... I thought about it and she literally said you can back out whenever you want. She's like, even if we built the entire house the day before signing, you can back out if you want. You still have And that's what I liked about it. Exactly. That's what I liked about it. She's like, it doesn't matter. You sign this contract. Yes, but you're not, you're not obligated to abide by the contract. You can literally choose to opt out Mm -hmm. the day that you're supposed to sign Mm -hmm. or the day that you're supposed to close. If you feel like everything is not up to par or whatever, if you feel like the contract has been changed or anything like that, you don't have to um, sign this contract because you uh, you don't have to stay in this contract because you signed it at the beginning. And I said, okay, that's fine. So, of course, went through the nine months, took care of what I needed to take care of, got my credit up, did the closing costs, um, got into the home. And then, like you said, the first day, and as, 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 the, as the months are going by, what was I doing? I was literally buying things to fix the house, paint. Changing mm-hmm. the light switches, the chandeliers, mm-hmm. adding this, adding mm-hmm. that. We're now we're now working on a fireplace. We built the game room that's now a studio. Now added all the photos, painted the walls. I mean, you see what I'm saying? So I, as I was building my my credit and buying these things for them, I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to move in. I'm 100 percent sure that mm-hmm. I want this home. I want this home. So, but for me, I I don't know how it is now because you know. Well, you. Honestly, I think you got lucky. You, it was just—it was a leap the, year. Yeah, it, one, it was a leap year. You just did it at the right time. Perfect. Like you missed, like Jeff, literally. the supply chain crunch, the insane, yep. like uh, 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 rising home values, everyone moving out of the city, yep. moving into more rural, suburban areas mm-hmm. because of lockdown and because uh, 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 a lot of these restrictions that that didn't allow them the freedom that they wanted but that was the crazy thing too and literally i signed february 29th because i still have the paperwork sitting in in my in my lock case february 29th i signed two weeks into march the pandemic just blows up it was a little bit in december it Mm -hmm. was nothing you're hearing news about it january and then the end of February, I signed that paperwork, and then two weeks into March, it hits. Everything's going crazy. But then she told me all that she told me, even because she was like, oh, yeah, even during the 2008 market crash, mm-hmm. we were still running because it's a company all the way from 1990s. So from 19, yeah, yeah. Right, because I've seen, like, 
when you were kind of going through the process, mm -hmm. I saw like older previous models and they completely changed their exactly. They completely modernized their style the way they build their homes. Exactly. So. That's what I was saying. So mm -hmm. it's like um it's like uh um my uh my buddy Tab, uh she her girlfriend has the exact same home as me but a different model like they have the old school plant shelf right. which I don't because they updated that part and mm -hmm. she has regular um, uh, LED lights where I have the, uh, not LED lights uh, she has regular light bulbs, bulbs and then and I have you have the high efficiency LED LED exactly like exactly little tiny diodes and then you have to twist them off and things bright boy. they're bright and them then they and then bright. they last they last um, years so it's like I don't have to change them so but, and your house is a lot more efficient it is it is right it right is. you don't have to spend more money like modernizing your house because it's already modernized exactly. it's just fixing um here and there to make it uh to how i want it to be okay you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. so but for me i i i think building is cheaper than um than um buying already built because it'll last you longer in the long run absolutely like our mom she built and she look, built. and look and that was 10 years ago mm -hmm. or almost and she 10. just did a like a refresh and she just basically she just yeah, did she like just a touch-up refresh on yeah. our house and it's still good where other people they're sitting there changing um certain parts here certain parts there rotting wood here rotting wood ceiling there, there. old material old material you know you gotta worry about asbestos that period of time where they were uh building homes with chinese drywall exactly. that was off gassing and uh essentially like rusting and and uh messing up their pipes and people yeah. were getting sick you don't have to worry about that when you're buying a new house no exactly um so Here's an article from Fortune.com. Its uh, title is, it was written March 24th, 2022. Uh, Millennials have aged into the housing market at a worst possible time. Okay. So, just by that title alone, what goes through your head? Is this something you can see, something you can experience? Because you're like one of the you in my age range yeah. in your age range um because i think i think they're talking about the millennials from the 80s right we're yeah. not talking about like younger millennials yeah like uh who are like still i'm, kind I'm of 90s getting... but the 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 millennials from 85 and uh, all the way to what 89 they're the ones that are um now aging into the housing market i, I think it's because it's easier for them it's going to be harder for them because you got to understand uh, building materials are insane through the roof. Through the roof. I mean, you go to Home Depot every single morning right. at six o'clock. It's packed. Essentially, out. what they've called stagflation is uh, uh, exacerbating the cost of everything, specifically homes mm -hmm. and specifically millennials and uh, folks in in the workforce who are finally trying to take that next step because yep. they've been told, "Hey, you work hard, you save your money, you can buy a house." Da da da. That's what we're all told. That's what you're all told. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, the the basic, go to school, go to college, get your education, get your degree, buy a house, start a family, blah, blah, blah. That's, not, that's what we're all told. Right. But then now you're not really seeing, because a lot of people are either used to, I don't know about now, but a lot of people use, are you, you used to see moving in with their parents because they can't afford it. A lot a lot of uh, folks ended up moving back in with their... With their folks. With their folks. Yeah, they either in, ended up moving back up back with their folks or they ended up moving in with friends. Because with friends, it right. It was cheaper to, to split a... a apartment or a um 
or a um, house that you're renting than it was to actually buy and or own a home. And it was to save money. It was to save money, exactly. But and now rent's going up. Yeah, that's the thing. See, I was lucky. I'm not going to lie because I moved in. While they were building the house, I moved out of the, the duplex that I lived in. And then I moved in with my mom for a year. Mm-hmm. And then in that year, it helped me save. And on, on top of saving, I also was able to buy things for the house before I got before into the house, in. the refrigerator, right. the stove. Um, like I said, the the lamps, all that stuff like that. I was able to do that because she was generous enough, generous enough to let me live there for the nine months while my house was being built. And I appreciate her for doing that. Oh, for sure. Well, so, nice um, yeah, but that's what I've noticed with the... Um, with the market with uh with a lot of millennials now like i said they're either moving in together or, or they're yeah they're either renting or they're living with their parents or they're living with their parents and it's like okay you you guys want people to buy homes and move into homes and and, and continue this housing market but you're making it too expensive for them to even afford it exactly not everybody's a millionaire people not everybody can just buy homes on the spot or do it what they want to do when they want to do but it. it'll this will also get into what we're gonna discuss later yeah, um, yep. which is the corporate landlords yep that's um, true. so going into this article it says uh millennials are ready to become homeowners but the demographic has aged into the market at the worst possible time by virtue of sheer numbers millennials are defining the trends of today's housing market the age group now accounts for 43 percent of all home buyers so far in 2022 according to a new report by the national association of realtors there are now more millennials defined by the NAR as being born between 1980 and 1999, I mean 1998, buying homes than any other generation and their share of home buying market is only growing up from 30 per, 37% last year. Older millennials born before 1989 make up a larger share of new homeowners than younger members of their cohort. These older home buyers appear to have utilized opportunities afforded to them by the last two pandemic years to save money yep, and enter the housing market. There you go. Some young adults have used the pandemic to their financial advantage by paying down debt and cutting the cost of rent by moving in with family. They are now jumping headfirst into home ownership. Mm-mm. So it's saying anybody um, before 1989 is buying homes. Right. So basically my generation my the younger millennial generation which is my generation is not re- like you said it's not really right they're just moving in with friends or they're uh, moving in back home with mom and dad mm-hmm. because they cannot afford mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. that's crazy um but as millennials begin to contemplate taking the leap into home ownership they are also confronted with one of the most competitive expensive and unforgiving housing markets of recent times uh-uh. Housing mark housing prices have risen by nearly twenty percent over the past year, a record high, well above the fourteen percent year over year increase in the home prices that was recorded shortly before the two thousand eight housing burst. That's nuts. So even at the peak before the housing crash, um, homes were at most fourteen percent above uh, uh, cost. Yeah, cost. Damn, that's crazy. A low supply of available housing influenced by inflation and supply chain issues has coincided with a record demand for new homes. As low mortgage rates and pandemic era remote work options drew more potential home seekers into the market, this fervent uh, competition has led to the spike in prices home buyers are currently contending with 
And despite their large cohort, millennials have drawn the short uh, end of the stick. Well, of course. Mm. An intergenerational housing war. The second largest home buying demographic behind millennials with a share of 29%. That's tough. Are baby boomers, uh, according to the NAR. But while Gen Xers are, uh, and some younger boomers are hunting for larger family houses, they're trying to upsize, baby uh-huh. boomers... Uh, looking to downsize and millennials buying their starter homes seem to be searching for the same thing similarly sized and priced suburban homes all right so that leads into our next topic which is boomers are pricing millennials out of the housing markets that's That's crazy uh boomers able to build wealth from owning real estate Mm -hmm. gap to real estate assets is at eleven trillion dollars. Yeah, that's wild. That is crazy. That's wild. Okay, so here here it is, right? So right here. Self Financial found that the average net worth of baby boomers absolutely dwarfed that of millennials, with a gap in real estate assets standing over eleven trillion dollars. That's crazy. That's not that's the gap. That's a huge that's that is not the a huge gap. gap. That's a that's insane. That's a black hole gap. What you talking about, Jeff? See, and <laughs> even then, like, they don't really even offer, like, ideas or solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, so there still might be hope for millennial homebuyers. Uh, some housing markets have shown to be more welcoming. So you essentially have to look for an area. So that's potentially moving out of your city, moving out of your state. To find a home to live in, which a lot of people, which well, which like I said, that brings us to one of our points, um, the the fact that a, th- a thousand people are moving to Florida every single week because they're realizing that the, where they're at is expensive. I'm gonna give you a perfect example. I went into when I was looking for homes mm-hmm. before I decided to build because I I was looking at gated communities too. I'm not gonna lie. Um, we went to. We went to uh, uh, a gated community in the area of Palm Beach. Nice area. Riverdale School's right there. Publix right next to it. All that stuff like that. So we went in and li- literally this lady was um, said, these are the sample of the homes. They range from th- uh, from uh, 135000 to 250000 The 250000 was a 5-4, 2-den, Upstairs, downstairs, and a family room. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. That's wow. For two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Then she was telling us the story of a lady that lived in Rhode Island, that had that same price, but it was a three-two. With no backyard, so when she called down, cause she's she's like, uh, uh, we're we're looking to we're looking to buy a home. This is a perfect area. It's a nice area. There's a gay community here. There's a gay community there. Like I said, uh, Riverdale. High school was there. You had, um, you had, like I said, the Publix. You had the Winn-Dixie gas stations, all that stuff like that. So everything was convenient. Right. Everything was convenient. So she she was literally telling um, me at the time that this lady decided that she was going to move down to Southwest Florida because the the cost of living up there was nowhere near down here. She got the same price for a three two compared to a 5-4 with two dens and a family room for the mm-hmm. same price. She put down, the woman told me she put down $100,000 and she's on her way driving down from Rhode Island to Florida. She wasn't flying. She was driving down because she had to get all her stuff. 
all the way down here. People are moving here because the cost of living compared it's to so much cheaper compared dude. to their state. Because a lot of people it's here so that uh, that that has been here for a while are gonna say, no, the cost of living here is not cheap. It's expensive. It's going up. It's going up. It's expensive. But compared to people that lived Rhode Island, California, big New York, New right. Jersey, Ohio. I mean, all those states, they're very expensive. It's like a mass exodus. Exactly. Right. And then, so they're heading into the cheap areas. Florida, Texas. Especially, Can't. boy, Texas, man, bro. You get a whole, like, five, four, two-story, like, for, what, 300, 400K. Even Georgia. People are moving to Georgia, too. People are moving to, if they like, Way more rural areas. Yes, exactly. Right. And, and that's the thing. And that's why... When I we Googled this the other day, I'm like a thousand people a week. That's why they are building so much. Even if the materials are expensive and they're paying three hundred thousand dollars for let's say a three two on a quarter or half acre, mm -hmm. it's still cheaper than paying a three two for five hundred to six hundred thousand dollars in the state that they were living in. Right. And that's why they're moving down here, which is crazy. Though. See now, do you feel that um Okay, so people are moving down here. Yep. It's a younger demographic. By the droves. And yeah, it is, it is because everything everything down here is brand new. Yeah, that's why I always tell people. I'm like, why do you want to move into an already developed city? Exactly. Right? right, okay, convenience, right? Of course. But depending on how you want to view a house, which is why I asked you, what is a home to you? Mm -hmm. Could it be an investment vehicle or is it something like... A place you want to live. It can be both. It, it can just, be it both. It just depends on what you want. What you want and yeah. where you move. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're moving to, like, prime example, let's look at Lehigh, right? Lehigh and Lee County. So, Lehigh and Cape Coral have been popping off. They're booming right now. Booming. So, uh, median sale price of a home is 315000 in Lehigh Acres. Mm -hmm. And that's up 38.8%. That's still cheaper than buying that same home in um uh ohio or like i said right. rhode island or can or right. anywhere like that so it's it's like so let's say you're buying a home as an investment vehicle mm -hmm. why would you go somewhere that's already developed pay a crap ton of money with no future in whether the value of that home is going to go it's going to go up go Com up compared to here where the housing market is not a bubble it's it's not a bubble. it's fresh yeah uh we're we've We've added a hundred thousand residents over the past ten years, and that's a uh, 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 projected to double within the next five. You're getting all this new development, everything brand new. Two, everything, two Amazon warehouses. I two mean, Amazon. It's crazy. Everything. Like, Galaxy. You're Golf, literally I mean, getting everything brand new, brand new, and it's tailored to your demographic because the most people moving here are your age. Yep. Like, so they know what they're looking for and they know what they're going to want. Like you said, the boomers are already here. They're retired. They're, they're right. all, all this and they're all that. But what, I, what like you said, um, everything is brand new and they're building it for the young demographic from, from ages 22 to 35. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, what? And there's so much land and space. And the, like I said, the cost of living if they were to come from a different state down to Florida, not talking about Floridians that were born and raised, which is rare to find nowadays. Mm -hmm. Like people are always asking me, where are you from? I was born and raised here. Really? There's not really any of you guys left here because most of them left Florida. Left Florida. And now there's, 
which is wild to me. Like, bro, you ain't got no state tax. I mean, like, bro, Florida, as much as they want to say it's, like, a super strict red state, like, people just mind their business. You are able to, you know, pursue what whatever you want whatever do. you want to do and and you don't have to worry like you go to specific states and worry about what you wear or how you look right and, or though they will literally like tax the hell out of you because of the type of home you own exactly or something like that um but also going back to what you said about like uh uh people are moving out of less ex- um, uh, more expensive areas it was like uh Miami. i went on a what was it Zillow or Redfin, mm-hmm. and I was, you know, I was just kind of like being nosy, so I'm just kind of looking around, like looking at home prices, and I go all the way to California, right? Being my like, I this isn't like a high this. density area. There's it's like not. nothing. When I tell you, it was like, it wasn't even like a nice suburb. It looked like shit. Jeff. It was run down. It looked like shit. When you showed me, and it was a one bed, one bath. And when I tell you this house wasn't even occupied. It was garbage, It Jeff. was run down. There's vines and trees all over the place. I mean, like, windows are old. Doors are old. You know someone hasn't lived in there in, like, mm-hmm. 30 years. And their asking price for that was, like, $980,000. They can eat my ass. Excuse Bro. my language. $980,000. That's ridiculous. Now, it, imagine if that person had $980,000 and they came Bro, down to... you could to, buy two houses or you could buy multifamily units. And they came down to Florida. <laughs> imagine if they came down to Florida. Bro. How many homes are they going to have? You'd be living in, in the Cape. You'd be No, you'd be living on maybe Sanibel. But that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, cheaper, it's cheaper here regardless compared to California. Okay, now, here's what I'm afraid of, right? Uh, and this is gonna we're we're gonna be getting into like corporate landlords. Okay. And you know how was it earlier this year or was it later last year where they exposed Zillow for buying up properties to manipulate the the the. It was earlier this year. It was earlier this it, year. I think I believe it was January because I remember you talking about it. Yeah, they had a whole scheme, you which know, is why under the table. when I try to go into Zillow and try to claim this home. Because they keep putting that I'm on a quarter acre when I'm not. Mm-hmm. It's more than just a quarter acre. It says um, it says not able to. They'll like mess with the information. I can't touch the information at the, all. Right. On I'll the claim. Listings. I'll claim the. I'll claim the home on the listings, but I can't touch the information at all because they completely locked that down. They say it's not available right now, so they're already messed with it. But and, go ahead, continue. And on. like they see it as in so like you see these uh, uh, low density suburban areas. And, of course, it's easier for younger folks to go out there, buy their own land, mm-hmm. you know, buy a house, da da da. But now these corporations are seeing this, and they're buying huge swaths of land, building multifamily units, and they're only rent only. And they're renting to anybody. That's crazy. And how much is rent? What? It's over, what, 2K? It's over 2K. And if you're lucky, you're looking at 1700 I just threw up. A little bit. Yeah, you're looking at seven. That's that's twice as much as what I pay for my house, bro. I remember when we first moved to Lehigh, rent was like eight hundred dollars, bro. Five hundred, five hundred yep. to eight hundred dollars, bro. Yep. That's nuts. Back so in, now, back in 07? So 
what would what is the future going to look like with that because these corporations these hedge funds have the money to just go in and buy a, a, a chunk of land right build a whole bunch of homes which like you said you don't even own because you're paying hoas you don't even own the land that you're on you only own the house you're talking about high density so yeah. low rise high density yeah. uh, uh communities basically um like what was the uh, the example timber creek yes where uh which timber creek so southern life uh yeah so um there's this youtube channel called southern life shout out to southern shout life. out to southern life they make really good videos they kind of show you real life they're yeah. not like they're not like a. He doesn't a, bullshit you. He, he go, doesn't bullshit because he goes live and then he'll drive around. Because mm -hmm. um, he comes from like a, a a real estate family. Exactly. You know, so he 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 understands how things work and he shows you the reality of what they're selling you. And, exactly. and it's not just the home; it's the community, it's the environment, it's the area. And after you're done you know? explaining Southern Life, I'll give you an example of a vendor that I was talking to. That oh like, yeah, yeah, that go, yeah, go, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, you want me to go? Okay. But yeah, but check him out on YouTube, Southern Life um he makes really good videos they're they're travel vloggers uh he comes from a real estate family and uh he kind of shows you the realistic right reality of what it means to live in a gated community. in a gay community what it means to live in a suburb high density areas yeah. what to expect from your community before buying a house um like where to to buy land and invest land how to find the cheapest mm -hmm. lands what are the best markets to buy land exactly um and, but but for sure check him out but go ahead no no okay so um i have a vendor i have a vendor who comes in he works for snyder's and um i was kind of explaining how i watched the southern life video and he was kind of showing um the high density areas where you don't timber creek. yeah timber creek where he was uh visiting and he's like yeah me and my brother um live in in a gated community too and then he's like yeah it's safe and it's this and that's and i said i understand but you're in a gated community that already gentrifies you in specific areas. Right. They segregate you they, in like, yeah, they like this is where all the, 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 the duplexes are. At. Here are the duplexes. Because this is what you can afford. Units. This is the here are the, the mm -hmm. five over ones, mm -hmm. you know, uh, here are the mansions. Exactly. You know and it's all on these little sliver plots of land that you don't own. That you don't own. That you pay. So you can with. own the house. But you will never own the land. The land that it's on because they take care of the land. They own the land. That's why they buy the mm -hmm. land. You only buy the home mm -hmm. that they bought the land on, but you're paying them for not just the land, but the home too. Right. So they're making their money. So once you're done paying for the home, if that ever happens, once you're done paying for the home, mm -hmm. you still don't own the land. Exactly. You're still going to be paying acre. Compared to me, which I live on a half acre, the land is mine. It, yeah, you can do whatever you want. I can do whatever I want. You can Fence. dig a hole. You can put a fence. You I could pull whatever, whatever you want. If, if whatever my, that's the thing, and that's why um, not only did I look for land, but I I wanted to build the home, and do, being able to do that gave me free range over everything. There's no HOA fee. There's no nothing. There, I, I can do whatever I want. And it doesn't look like a a, a, a freaking dystopian. Like it looks like something you'd see from Black Mirror because all the homes are uniform. How did Southern Life explain it? It just looked like a a, a desert. Like there were no trees because they cleared all the trees and they only planted like these young baby palm trees. So above the houses, it's just clear sky. You can't even see the horizon. So you don't know. So you're walking through this community. And you you don't even know where north, south, east or west is unless you have like GPS on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
all the houses are uniform, so they're gray, uh, uh, gray on gray. So it's like a light gray uh, uh, paint coating and then like a dark gray roof. And it just looks so desolate. And it's like, I get it. We need homes. Yeah. People want there, to feel there's, safe. There's a housing crisis. But like you we said, what are people paying for? Didn't you say it was safety? They're paying for safety. Because I'm not going to say that's convenience. Yeah. That's not. Because you're not near anything. No. Right now you're not. Right now you're not. Because like I said earlier, everything's going to be new. But like you're paying for convenience, but you don't really own anything. Like it's not, it doesn't feel like your home. Yeah. Because like I go to my, oh, hey, come visit me at my house. Oh, wow. This is literally my house. You just live here. (laughs) (laughs) You know? So it's like it kind of takes that. That, you know, that, that sense of freedom, freedom. Yeah. Cause when I come here, right. It doesn't, that's what it is. Cause it's like an aspect of freedom. freedom. Like, yeah. Cause when I come here, it doesn't feel like I'm here to sleep. I pay bills and I go to work. Right. But when I look at these gated communities and, and no offense to anybody that does live in gated communities, but when I look at these gated communities, it's like, it feels like a prison. Where you just go, you you leave it, you go to work, you do whatever you need to do, you go back and you sleep, and then you and then you repeat yeah, the cycle and over and over cycle. again. Yeah. It does you can't you can't make noise. Nope. You can't park your car here on the sidewalk. You can't do this. Do There's this. just so many right. rules. Right. There's so many noise rules. ordinance. Noise. If, if you're too loud, then they're gonna. I mean, it's like, bro, it's supposed to be a community, man. But everyone, it's like. You go outside and everyone's in their house because yep. no one has a yard. Yep. <laughs> so and, you can't do shit outside. And nobody really says <laughs> hi to each other unless they're passing by in the car and you just happen to be outside. All the grass, all the yards are already equipped with sprinkler systems so you don't even have to worry about taking care of your grass because it's not your land. Mm-hmm. The only thing you take care of is the house. And if you were to get solar panels or anything on your roof, it has to be approved by them first and then it cannot be in the front of the house because it takes value away from the house it has to be on the back of the house and that's if you get sunlight on the back of the house (laughs) and then you have these low density uh uh low rise so these uh low rise high density developments which i start seeing popping up in this area a lot because uh especially like because the way lehigh was parceled Mm -hmm. it um there were some areas where it was just like, well, there's no outlet to this piece of land and the streets kind of cover it. So we can't section it for single family homes. Yeah. So they, what what do they call it? They re, uh, like they, uh, they re something. They re something to something. Ah, <laughs> it's gonna bug you. Yeah, it's gonna bug out. me. This is like gonna be a three a.m. Eureka. But um, uh, the way they restructured the building code or something like that, they allowed for uh, low rise, high density units, which yeah. I think is pretty solid. So, what would you say are the pros and cons of high density housings and units? Um. So one, no privacy. Um, Even with curtains. Well, they're built out of <laughs> shitty materials. You ever, like I said, five over ones. Yeah. It's like a solid base, and then every floor after that is wood. 
Yeah, because I've seen a lot of those. Right. They're building a lot of those, like in the forum. Like in the forum. On, they're col- on Colonial. Everywhere. Cause they're it's, super, com- it's convenient because it's, you have a shopping mm-hmm. center right there, but at the same time, it's like... Ugh. And it's super cheap for the companies of building course. it, and they can maximize on their profits because they can still charge you the same amount of rent. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Damn. Exactly. That hurts. You know what I'm saying? So, so they could, the pros? The pros of high-density housing. Yep, yep. Do, do, do. The pros of high-density housing. Oh, no, no, no. This is a... No, those are prefab homes. Or, no, no. Yeah, so low-rise high-density housing. That is crazy because I've noticed they are building a lot. Of so, the pros, um, you're a lot more connected. It's a lot more social with uh, your neighbors. Yeah, because you're close to them. So, it's like when you walk out your building... Literally, it's a house and a house, and then in the mm-hmm. middle is like your. Uh, and they usually cater to you, especially with like mixed use node centers. Mm-hmm. You know, you usually have like a public pool that we don't really have to. Playground. Playground. Yeah. You don't have to really. So go you don't really far. have to go anywhere too far. It's just exactly. The conv- it's just the convenience on where it's located. Right. Besides, like just um, leaving to go shopping, I guess. But, okay, so those are the pros. You know, you have a delivery, but. The cons is you're still trapped in a rental contract. That's true. You see what I'm saying? And like I said, you don't have that that privacy. You don't have that sense of ownership where you can do certain things. For me, that was always my goal. That was your... Because mommy owned, mommy owned a home, and I watched how she slowly got that home built, got it together, all that. And then essentially, like I said, it's hers. So she's she's able to do it like we're doing a lot of projects in her home right now but to essentially be able to do whatever you want to do owning the home but like you said to be in a high density area um it it sucks because it's never being owned and the question is once your contract is over whether it be six months or a year what happens they either bring up the price or they keep it the same so it's like a it's like a it's like 50 50 a flip of the coin you never know what's going to happen or they can yeah, that's usually what happens. Like that's usually how a lot of area, uh, uh, low income areas the demographic changes. Because usually in low income areas, no one's owning a house. Everyone's renting yeah. most of the time. And usually when like you know a huge company moves into town or something like that, like the people who work for that company are moving with them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So. It's going to require, uh, it, it, it also invites higher earning individuals. Mm-hmm. So once you see those higher earning individuals, you know you can make money off of them. That's true. You know that's the thing. And so, I remember we were doing the, cal- uh, sorry, hold hold that thought. Um, but I remember you doing the calculations on how much these, um, these uh, corporate landowners are making per unit. Because it's each floor, each floor has four. And then if there's 15 layers... And then you're on the average if you're charging seventeen hundred a month per floor, which has four plus fifteen layers, mm-hmm. you times that. That's how much money you're making on it. And on average, they'll probably what pay three thousand a month for the entire complex, and then the rest of the money goes right. into their pocket. And that's just me. And the thing is, too, estimating that's not an accurate um, um, depiction of what I'm talking about. I'm just right. trying to give you an idea of what that would be if they were to do that but that's the thing it's like it's crazy and there's usually like 
higher crime. Like, that's just a fact. Yep. You know what I'm saying? There's usually higher crime when people are that close to each other. And you always find out that the people who rob you aren't people that live It's outside. your neighbors, boy. It's your neighbors. It's your neighbors. That's another reason why I did not want to move into a gated community or... Um, they know where you live because yep. they see you every, every day. single Especially day. Especially if you're flaunting things that you shouldn't be flaunting in front of them, too. Yeah. That's facts. All right. Let's uh, go to our... Ooh. You got more cons? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. I, was I wanted to go into, like... Maybe we should change the way we uh, build houses. Not build houses, but, like, maybe we should change the way we, uh, like, obtain homes. How we parcel land and stuff so like that. So, our last bullet point, which, which is, is like, prefabricated homes. homes. Yeah, so what do you think the future holds for Gen Zers? Because Gen Zers ain't really on that. Let me buy a whole house. Well, I know, I know that. Right? They're still, they're still kids right now. They're still kids. Most saying, of them, some of them are the, entering like you know the workforce, the workforce, adulthood. And well, stuff what I'm like saying that. is, when they hit my age and up, 31, because I'm 31. So mm-hmm. when they hit my age and up, when they get to that point, do you think they're gonna be looking at prefab homes, or do you think they're just gonna continue what? It could be a little bit of millennials. Um, it could be a little bit because once you can scale up like there are a lot of companies who've scaled up and mm-hmm. you can find very affordable uh, prefabricated homes mm-hmm. but once the uh once traditional building is obsolete which is coming soon which is coming soon yeah you know if you could build it out of you know uh uh in a factory mm-hmm. like mass produce it and just add and all the equipment in with add it. everything and all you need to do is buy a plot of land Put it there, get your water hooked up, get your electricity. So are you talking about uh, something specifically? Well, there was one that they sold me. Because, like, me, I'm, I'm a real I'm a real big fan of, like, small homes and prefab homes. So there's this Especially company. if you can add on to it. It's exactly. And one thing that I've seen, you, 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 you probably, maybe other companies have this feature. But there's a company called Boxable. And not only do they uh, sell... I was going to say smell. <laughs> Not only do they sell prefabricated homes, mm-hmm. the homes are also modular. So you can buy a single unit, which is 375 square feet for about uh, 50,000. 50, 50, um, and it comes with all that? comes with a full-size kitchen, fridge, sink with a view, oven, dishwasher, micro. It comes with... The essentials. Everything. The appliances. Everything. You just have to buy add the And bag. that's included in the cost. Wow. So fifty thousand with everything included in the cost. Mm. So you get a fridge, sink with a view, oven, dishwasher, microwave with cabinets. The bathroom, deep shower tub, vessel sink, large counter, uh, backlit mirror, sliding glass barn door. It's a nineteen uh by nineteen uh uh square foot. A uh, unit, uh, 300, 375 square feet, mm-hmm. uh, nine foot six inch ceiling, eight uh, foot huge doors and windows, wide plank composite floor, washer dryer, heating and air conditioning, ultra low utility bills, insulation technology, and included LED lighting, saving you money every day. This is included in the fifty thousand dollars. 
And that's crazy because that's crazy because if you think about it, that's bigger than a studio mm -hmm. apartment. And on top of that, it's yours to own. It's yours to and own. And it all depends on where you want to live and or move. You can you can move into and it. And here's the kicker. Let's say you want to move. You're like, man, I just bought this house. You can just pick the house up, fold it, because it's modular, fold it, and just drive off. And that's it. To your next area, set your house up, you're good to go. Check this out. It's fireproof, it's waterproof, it's windproof, it's insect proof. I'll be honest, I'm pretty sure, you know, it's bomb proof, but you can't oversell it. Yeah, because you, know you don't want somebody. It's like a, a fallout shelter. Exactly, somebody throwing a bomb in there and then nothing, and mm -hmm. then it, it, it breaks down or something like that. Okay, and it starts at two fifty a month. That's not bad. And then, of course, that's literally way cheaper than rent. Than rent. Even if you add the electricity, we're not even talking about mortgages. What I'm rent. saying, even if you connect the electricity and, and plumbing and piping to it, that's still way cheaper than. Mm -hmm. than anything and that's just a boxable mm -hmm. that's not even adding more to it that's just it that it itself so the first unit is called the casita which is the one i just described to you and uh as you can see they'll deliver it to you that's included in the cost they'll deliver it to you they'll set it up for you or you can set it up yourself and then um, you just have to call the electric company. To you just have to, that. yeah. And then you have to call the water company. Water to company hook, the water. hook you up, or if you got well water, even better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they take care of you. But the thing that I like about it is, okay, so I I buy a boxable, right? And then I'm going through my life. Uh, I want to start a family, right? Mm -hmm. Well, instead of buying a bigger house, I could buy more units, or I could buy. Uh, different styles of the units but every unit is compatible with each other so you can connect it so I can connect them and then add an extended hallway at a second story at mm -hmm. a second floor like you can I, build up or you can build to the side it's literally it all depends on what right, you want you could yeah you could have one long unit like one huge wide living space or you could have multiple floors okay. you know what I'm saying where where that comes into play so would you say prefab homes are the future? Um, man, that's the question. That's the question because they're not. You're not putting traditional building. No, you're not, and that's like, the thing. You're taking away from the people who naturally build homes or have been right. building homes since the but beginning of time. I believe this could be a Gen Z route. Okay. Or any any generation that comes after, it. because by then we've uh, we've already gotten to a point where, you know, we want more uh, environmentally friendly uh, building building habits or building processes. Mm -hmm. uh, we want that quick scalability. You know, pump out houses because we need houses. We yeah. need homes. Of course, and that's which why is they're... why the value of everything is so high. Because, like. People are making money. Boomers are trying to downsize, but they're not gonna cut costs for you because well, of course not. Yeah, because this is your first home. No, that's something they've worked on their whole life. That's mm -hmm. their, I guess, pride and joy, and they're not gonna sell it for less. And they actually want to retire with something in their pocket. Right, they want to retire with something in their pocket. So with prefab homes, um, 
not tiny homes because tiny homes yeah just because they're small doesn't mean they're cheap yeah exactly um because there's a lot into refurbishing a tiny home to not only make it safe make it efficient and like build it up to code Mm -hmm. you know um but with uh pre uh, prefab and modular homes and then of course you also got uh what you got three printing yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, I've, see, I've seen that. I've printing. seen that machine. I've seen that machine that can actually build you a home. But granted, it's still more expensive than traditional. Of course, of course, and that's right. why they're trying to find a cost-efficient way um, to use less wood, uh, um, cement, materials, all yeah. that stuff like that, fiberglass, anything that they need to build a home, and trying to find an efficient way to yeah, do it. Yeah, think outside the box. That's that's the thing. Like everyone wants to go the traditional route, but like even in uh, uh, down on mom street uh i saw a lot for sale and they're building a prefab home it's literally it looks like super futuristic and it has a, a viewing deck on the the roof of the house oh wow that's nice. yeah it's so cool so it's like a flat top flat top house it's, it looks like a box but like the way they they designed it it's so cool and it has a viewing deck especially if you don't have like a big yard mm-hmm. you still have that privacy up there or you have the space to do what you want that's nice that's you know nice. what i'm saying so i don't know if it's gonna be safe for kids you know eh, probably not they're probably just gonna have to put like a metal railing just to get them not to, right to right get there. you know but i have one more question for you uh before we end this because i know that uh you um, are thinking about buying a home before you hit your 30s. Yep. And um, do you see yourself, um, like I said, because I know you're interested in the boxable, do you actually see yourself being able to to purchase a home um, coming up pretty soon? Because I know you are a younger millennial than me. I, I believe I will because I'm not me i'm not following the traditional trend of you know like i can have foresight to understand what issues will arise mm-hmm. in the broader market versus what uh the way i want to live plus you've seen mummy buy a home right and you've seen me buy a home. right so whatever mistakes that we both have made you're right gonna try i can learn from, from those right and try know? not to make them yourself okay I understand. and and for me I'm not an extravagant person. You see what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm a minimalist, but I can make do with a boxable. And then when I decide I want a bigger home, I'll just buy another boxable mm-hmm. and expand that. And I can still own my land. All I, The only issue I need to worry about is land scarcity. But come on. We live in the U.S. Is land really scarce? No. Okay, then. You know, but if it's being purchased by all the corporations, but if it's being <laughs> exactly, so it's like you, know you gotta get yourself a, a, like, a piece of land before that happens. Buying three hundred to a thousand acres, and then just ah, here's all these houses, no, no, uh, uh, like no stores, no nothing. Like here, that's disgusting. You know, and then pay rent for the rest of your life. I mean, is that what you really want? I don't think that's what anybody really wants. No. Absolutely not. Even your friends. Either you're in your friends, even the ones that Absolutely are two, not. three years younger than you. I'm, I guarantee that's not. You know their goal is to get a house, a home. A something home. that they can call their own. Right. They don't... I didn't want to rent for the rest of my life because when I was in the duplex, I, in just one year, dished out $13,000. And that's what... 
That's insane. That's a down payment. That's more than a down payment. That's insane. For a, a new one. That's crazy. Who does that? That's crazy. Obviously, everybody, yeah, but I'm you know just saying. saying it, but it's, it's hard to get into It is, and I'm not saying it's easy. It's like... Because it, you're essentially... Before, it was, okay, How a uh, uh, property goes on the market, and this was before this thing happened, this crisis happened. Mm-hmm. And it would be on the market for like 36 days. And the first offer would usually get the property. Yeah. You know? So a couple of weeks ago, mom was on the phone talking to her agent and she's like trying to buy up new properties and the listed price is there. So, you know, she's a little generous. So she'll, you know, name a price mm-hmm. a, a little a, a little bit above, you know, the asking price. And they told her, well, we already have someone who offered double. And it's like, well, why is it still listed at that? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's now a bidding war. To whoever can pay the most. To whoever can pay the most. And you don't know what the outlook of the area is. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, the people I feel bad for were the folks who came here right before the housing uh, crash. And they built these beautiful single-family homes. And the area wasn't developed. It was broken roads, like torn up roads shitty plumbing like everything looked like crap there was no street lights but you had that vision of okay i'm here first i can maximize the value of you know my house or or uh uh uh, the area that i'm living in for Mm -hmm. the future and then crash happens and multifamily units start flooding the area you see what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of these uh, 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 landlords or uh, investors, uh, property investors, just start building multifamily units everywhere. Duplexes, triplexes, like, and surrounding this person's house. So not only you're building these multifamily units, you're not... You're letting anybody move in because you're just trying to make the money. You don't care. Yeah, if they're... If they're criminals. Anything. Anything. Degenerates, whatever you want to call Whatever. So now they're flooding the area. Crime's going up. And you just built your beautiful single-family home. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's not even just, you know, looking at the, the, the prospect of... Or the outlook of where the value... Of your house is going to go. It's like, where's the community going to go? That's true. In five, ten, six years. How do you know you pick the right area to move in? You don't. You don't. Because for me right now, there's only three houses on my street and it's quiet. Right. But I know five. But what? Nine out of the 12 lots out here just recently sold in the past five months? Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. So I know it's going to become a busy street. Right. Um, so, but they're not multifamily units. They're not. It's all being built by the same company. Company, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's what I like because I don't want multifamily units where I'm at. Because what they're doing is they're buying the land and then selling it to you with the house. Yes, exactly. You know, and, and that's kind of what the deal I got with that too. Right. So, but yeah. So it's... they won't allow any other homes to be built here. They want that uniformity, or the 
consistency. Yeah, the consistency, not uniformity, because not every house looks the same. No, yeah, Because exactly. someone can build the mo- the same model of as your my house, home, but as, different color. But different color scheme, different like, uh, uh, you could add like gates, you could add shutters, whatever you, could, you want. Yeah, switch up the driveway. You could switch up the door, like window styling. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same floor plan, but a completely different like style like layout right yeah you know so when it comes to that me i know like of course there are going to be humps and bumps you know i'm saying nothing nothing is as easy as what you plan out for but i know what i want when i go buy a house Mm -hmm. i know what to expect when i'm going into the market i have friends who understand the market that i know i can of course of course you know Shout out Brad. Yeah, shout you, out to Brad. <laughs> I love you, bro. Gonna get you on I can't here. wait to get you on this show. Yeah, man. you're gonna literally explain. <laughs> you're gonna go you're gonna dissect this for for, for you're us. You're gonna explain to me everything that I said wrong here, but it, <laughs> it's neither here nor there. But yeah. Yeah, so like I already know I had I set expectations. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I I set my expectations not too high, but not too low, because I know what I'm capable of of obtaining but within those expectations that's how i'll move uh uh my money my investment what i'm looking to buy Mm -hmm. what properties i'm looking to buy if i have uh uh, if i want to uh build a multifamily unit and become a a, a landlord and use that as an investment vehicle Mm -hmm. and then decide okay i don't want to own this anymore let me sell it or let me just... Which a lot of the older people are doing. Which they're doing, you know. But it's crazy, man. Like, you selling me a house built in 1985. So before we leave our viewers, um, what do you what do you take away from from all of this? Um, Let me go back to Streamlabs. What am I taking away from all this? Yeah. What? Jeez. That's the thing because, like I said, I, I mean, we hit a lot of bullet points in the beginning, and it's and it's like um, the housing market for millennials, like and future generations, not just us, but the future generations, mm-hmm. because I know our generation is uh, is uh, has already. Um, be- I feel like it's it's like risk management, because like let's say you want to buy a house in this market, right? Let's mm-hmm. say you're my age or younger, and you want to buy a house. The value of houses are insanely high. But we've been in this Goldilocks zone of, like, markets, like, across the board for the past 10 years. Yeah. So let's say I paid 350000 for my house. And then something happens. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm tied to that $350,000 even though my house is worth hundred. So even though the value goes down, you're exactly. still paying that same amount. That you see what I'm saying? Down. And there's no opportunity to refinance. There's no there's no opportunity because that, your house is worth shit. Right. It's that risk management. So if I start off with low risk, which is a boxable high reward. I get high reward. I can I can uh 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 what was it? Wage my my risk and my prospects of expanding to get a bigger home. So I can I can pace myself. Yeah. So I can say, okay, I started off with this starter home, right? Mm-hmm. And then I want a bigger home. Well, I don't need to go 
find a bigger find home. a bigger home. You just add on to I the just home. add on to the home. Yeah, that makes sense. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm keeping my risk within my means. You know, instead of trying to go into a more aggressive market, buy a cheaper home, you know, trying to outbid people, getting priced out the market, mm-hmm. changing demographics, you know, shit like that. Like, let's say 20 years down the road, my area is now a high crime area. You can just get up and leave. I can just pack up my house and drive away. <laughs> <laughs> that's nuts yeah you're right i agree I it's agree. a different way of thinking about mm-hmm. home yeah it is and that's why you said it's gonna be more of the uh, the younger gen z right. the younger gen i can z. take my life and my lifestyle mm-hmm. pack it up and go somewhere else yep and all you need is land yeah and there's an abundance amount i of go it. to alaska get like 30 acres put my little beep, my little tiny four by four brick you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I have it's the freedom. Like, a home is, in essence, like, an extension of the freedom you have to, you know, obtain and achieve and move forward and, you know, build wealth and, and, and stuff like that. And like you said, it feels like a step towards something bigger. Right. Instead you know of... Instead of being landlocked. Landlocked or in a contract and then just redoing that landlock in the right. contract. And it's like... What are you doing? What have you saved? Make the process easier. Exactly. And you'll invite a lot more people into the market. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then you'll have companies competing for modular homes, prefab homes, mm-hmm. you know, cheaper housing, you know, better material, better building structures, you know? Like, with this box bull, if I want to live in Florida, we got hurricanes, I'm going to get worried, worried about... it's fireproof and waterproof. Uh, yeah, fireproof, waterproof, windproof. That's perfect. Bug proof. You know what I'm saying? Let's say I go to, you know, Washington in the winter. Well, it's super insulated. It's high efficient. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it it moves with me. I can take my home. Like, that's a idea, a concept. Like, I feel like people need to... Process. Process yeah. and start understanding, like, this can be... A reality, and it is a reality. Yeah. We're just in the infancy, you know. This is a reality. Well, like you said, you don't everything... have to. Okay, man, now I gotta think about where I'm gonna move, so I can live there for a quarter of my life. Well, like you said, everything takes time for people to accept, right? But um, yeah, yeah, I kind of right. just wanted to get your your take. No, on that's understandable. Like I, I really, I'm just telling you. Because I got there, and the process was long, and I'm not going to say it was easy. It was a little bit difficult, but I had help Mm -hmm. along the way. But I was able to get it, take care of it, do it, and then now we are here right now. And, of course, there's still a lot of work to be done, even though this home is brand new. Because there's there's things that I want to do the way I want to do it that Mm -hmm. isn't there yet. So it's like... To be able to say that and do that instead of saying, well, I can't touch this wall or I can't put this in here. Or I, you can't be too loud. Or I can't have this, this specific right. dog or cat mm-hmm. or animal that lives here. Or I have to pay just to have an animal there. It, it's, it's just a lot. It's, I mean, it doesn't make any right. sense. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Right. So it's like, it's just trying to make it easier. They need to find a way to make it efficient and easier for 
not just my generation, but the future generations right. to be able to own and or buy a home because the it, goes, way, it goes back. Go ahead, finish. No, well, because the way the heredi- they're heading is they're, they're just going to put everybody in a cube or a, an apartment building or a duplex. And then and you're going to be renting for life. For life, exactly. Renting it's for never life. never going to be your own. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that way. Like, we don't have to accept the fact that these companies are buying up all our homes and telling us what to pay. Exactly. You know? And that's just the sad reality of it. And it's going to take a while for people to see because... They see what their parents did, and they want to do what their parents did, yeah. and what their parents did before. And of course, they're going to keep telling them the same thing: "You do this, this will work for you." Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the reality of it is, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. It's even the process you know for you getting the home. Yeah, is more different than me getting the home. It's not, and this is going to. I feel like at some point there's going to be like a whole lost generation or the generation that never did yeah you know what i'm saying and and, you know i'll just say one more thing it just goes back to the whole you'll own nothing and you'll be happy Mm -hmm. because all the corporations own everything and you're just giving the money to the corporation to the corporations so you could live you make up you make money from the corporations and then you just give your money to another corporation right because they're gonna buy up all your houses or, you know, I don't know, man. Damn, that's crazy. I don't know. But, all right, so. Um, we'll just leave it off on that. We will leave it off yeah. on that because, uh, I mean. Our... We, we, we will come back to this. I really oh, yeah, want to come back to this. Especially Brad. Yeah, I'm going to have my boy on here. I really want to come back to this because he will give us the, the detail, the nitty gritty. He'll, he'll give us the, the, the numbers and. And everything. Yeah, but um, well, we are signing off. Thank you guys again. Absolutely for meeting us at the tabletop. Appreciate you guys having a uh, in-depth discussion about the future of home buying and and uh, the direction that we see ourselves going in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it would benefit or hinder us. Um, but uh, I appreciate you joining. We just, just gotta think about downsizing bro exactly and i think that's what it is we just gotta work on that we want too much but uh, too much yeah and that's the thing we buy what we don't need Mm -hmm. and living above living above our means we live above our means and we buy what we don't need Mm. but uh, i'm gonna be i'm gonna be a multi-millionaire my little (laughs) nine by nine brick yep wearing wearing flip-flops and shorts everywhere you go gym shorts (laughs) paint top boy i'm gonna be bumming yep all right y'all but uh thank you guys for me at the tabletop again i am signing off i am jeff and i'm jeff and you guys have a good night